The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank with Janet Kunst. It's time to turn up your company's marketing efforts. We'll show you how with a variety of actionable plans that you can start using right now. Get ready. Big results are just ahead. Now, here is your host, Janet Kunst. Hello, and welcome to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. I'm Janet Kunst, your host, and I'm so glad that you're joining us today. Our topic is starting the conversation, becoming the person your potential clients know, like, and trust. And you've heard me use that phrase a lot over the last couple of weeks. So we're going to really dive into that and see how you can start that conversation. So some of the items on today's agenda are to look at why it's important to start and maintain that conversation online with your customers, Uh, various types of content you can use for that conversation, how to talk about your products and services without being obnoxious, and also ways you can get your message in front of your audience. But first, what I want to go over again, and you'll hear me say this quite a bit, is what social media is and what we're talking about here. So if you look at it, if you take away the social from social media, you have media left. And that's talking about content. So you're talking about your live streaming videos, surveys that you see online, press releases, photos, your music, your webinars, your podcasts, your uh, blog posts, everything that is content related is what we're talking about when we use the term social media. And then when we use the term social networking, we're really talking about that conversation. So that's where you're talking on Facebook and Twitter, LinkedIn, Google Plus, and all the other social networks out there. It's really about the conversation. So our goal is to take all that content that you've created around your products and services and turn it into that conversation that you're having with your customers so that they can Uh, build that know, like, and trust factor with you. And ultimately, the goal is to drive web traffic to your website and to create raving fans. Um, And the reason why we want to do that is there's a difference between social media and website marketing. And website marketing is really about you shouting to the world, hey, we're a great company, look at us, look at our products and services, aren't they great, they're the best thing since sliced bread, and that's all well and good, but it doesn't build that know, like, and trust factor, so what you want to do is you want to get on social media and do some social media marketing where you're building uh, your customers and your potential customers into that relationship so that they're the ones that are saying, hey, take a look at this company or this business and their products and services because we really like them, we've used them, we trust them, and they are a good company. So that's that's really the difference between the two. And today we're going to talk about how to start that conversation online with your social media. 
So the other thing that you need to make sure that you understand is that when we're talking about social media, our, the way that we find products and services and buy products and services these days has changed a lot. It used to be that you would go to the yellow pages or you'd see the ads on in magazines or on TV and everything, and that's the way that you would un- know and understand those products. But in today's world, people are going to the search engines and typing in uh, searches for those products and services that they're looking for and reviews and opinions on those services so that they get to have a feeling of which companies they might want to work with, which ones seem to have the best reputation and the services and products work well. And that's where the social media part comes in. And once they begin to build that know, like, and trust factor for you, that's when they're going to start to take a look at your blog. And if they see that you are an expert and they build that trust with you, then they'll go to your website and they'll check out your products and services. They'll ask you questions about it. They'll look at pricing and eventually they'll become customers. But it really all starts these days on social media. So you do have to have a presence and you have to be able to maintain that conversation with your customers. And the reason why that's important, and and we've already discussed it a little, is that uh, they have to build that know, like, and trust factor. Without that know, like, and trust factor, you're not going to have very many um, product and, or service sales. Um, they need to feel comfortable with you and they need to get to know you on a, almost a personal level so that they can come to you if they have questions. They can ask those questions. They have a confidence in you and your products and services. The other reason why it's important to start and maintain that conversation is you want to stay top of mind. So, Um, When your customers purchase a product or service from you, that's not necessarily the only time that they're going to make that purchase. Your hope is that they're going to keep coming back to you. And unless you're able to maintain that uh, conversation with them, they're not going to remember that they used you. Or even worse, they will be able to recommend you to one of uh, their friends and family because you're not top of mind. So you need to keep on... uh, entering into that conversation with them, reminding them about that product and service that they bought and how good it made them feel or how much uh, they used it and found it useful and how much um, they appreciated the level of service that you provided. The other thing too, though, is that you have to keep in mind that um, it takes about seven to 13 touches before somebody actually takes action to buy a product or service. Uh, That number varies greatly. Some say it's five to six and some say it's eight to 20. And so uh, seven to 13 is probably somewhere in the middle there. But those seven to 13 touches can include things like um, a physical connection. So last week we were talking about uh, networking and going to networking events. So that might be that physical connection. It could be seeing an ad on uh, Facebook or Google ads or in a local uh, paper or um, some other published uh, media. It could be seeing your logo as a sponsor for an event or as uh, part of your brochure. It could be seeing your social media posts in their news stream. And it even can be uh, part of receiving your newsletter or other email marketing piece or even a postcard, something that keeps you in the forefront of their mind and reminds them 
of your products and services. And then it could even be a phone call um, just to follow up on that purchase uh, and uh, make sure that everything's okay. In fact, I uh, bought a car in January. It was the first time in 15 years that I bought a car. And the sale and the reason why I chose this this company to buy them from it from was because the salesperson was very personal, and uh, he not only followed up with me several times right after the purchase, which was in January. I got a call last week from him just to make sure that it's uh, it, everything's still okay and it's May now. So that keeps him and his company top of mind for me to recommend that dealership to somebody else. Uh, and the other one, uh, the other one that's really important when you're thinking about those touches is word of mouth uh, mentioned by, to a friend or a colleague. That's a lot of, of how people and especially in small businesses uh, get their, um, their leads and uh, then they can go to social media and all that. So those are so those are the seven the reasons why it's important to stay uh, start and maintain your conversation online. And again, I want to go a little bit deeper into this rule of seven to thirteen. The key is uh, strategy, and you need to make sure that you're providing useful content that delights your audience. You um, want to tell stories, and uh, you want to make sure that. Um, they engage with you through that storytelling. Everybody loves a story. So um, what we need to do is uh, tell those stories. And, and one of the stories that I have that I absolutely love to tell or love to, to tell when I was working in uh, medical device industry was we were selling MRI magnets. And I don't know how, if you know, but those magnets are really strong. Whenever you had to go into a room, you had to remove all anything that was magnetic. So your watches, you had to leave your credit cards outside, all that sort of stuff. I have uh, a steel plate in my leg and there was some sometimes some wonder as to whether or not I should even go in the room. But we had a story where um, they were uh, waxing the floor in a hospital and they took the waxer, uh, the waxing machine into the magnet room and the waxing machine immediately went into the magnet and just corrupted the magnet and just broke the machine. So those are, those are the stories that I say, here's something not to do when you buy uh, an MRI machine or, or something like that. So people get involved in those types of stories and, and that's what you wanna do is you wanna tell stories. Um, use images, use video, use uh, blogs to tell the story. The idea is to attract, engage, and convert your target customer. And you can do that through interviews and how-to videos and, and things like that. So it's all about engagement and you don't want to just throw content out there to tick it off a list. Sometimes as small business owners, we have a big old list of to-do things and we don't, uh, and sometimes we just do things just to get it off our list. So social media should not be one of those. You really need to think it out and make sure that you're telling a story or giving information, answering questions and posing new ones to your customers or, or your potential customers and making sure that everybody is online and engaged 
and listening to your stories or watching your videos and, and blog posts. It's also not always to your sites that you should be posting this information. You should also join communities and groups where your customers hang out. A good example of this is um, there are so many Facebook groups and LinkedIn groups that you can join. A lot of them have um, something to do with the uh, the interests of your target audience. So it may not have anything particular to do with your products or services, but you can listen into those conversations that they're having so that you can hear some of their um, complaints or their their. Uh, points of pain. Um, if you're on LinkedIn and, and you have a product or service that could help one of those communities, join the groups. Don't start talking right away. Um, listen, and that goes for the Facebook groups too. Listen as much as you can. And then once you ha have a comfort level and they start asking questions, start answering those questions so that they can start seeing that you are an expert at what you do and you can offer those answers to those questions. And then once they get a sense of who you are, then you can start saying things like, hey, you might want to check out such and such on my website or you might want to look at my Facebook group or my Facebook page because this is already posted there or I have a video of such and such on, on YouTube or whatever. So there are a lot of ways that you can take engagement to another level without it actually being on your sites or, or your uh, social media pages. So it's just about time for our first break. And when we come back, what we're going to look at are the various types of content and how, to, and how you can use them to engage your audience. So stay tuned. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Let's face it. Marketing your business is a lot more complicated than it used to be. If you are like many small business owners, you don't have the time to learn how to effectively market your business. At 411 Marketing Solutions, we recognize that when it comes to marketing, one size does not fit all. We take the time to understand your business goals and objectives, then help you put an action plan in place to engage them. 411 Marketing Solutions will help you develop a cost-effective plan that helps you build relationships with customers where, when, and how they want to communicate. Please visit us online at 411MarketingSolutions.com to find out how we can help you achieve success in your marketing efforts. That's 411MarketingSolutions.com. Tune in to the soul of enterprise, business in the knowledge economy with co-hosts Ron Baker and Ed Kless. Ron and Ed will show you how to recognize that wealth is created by intellectual capital. It's all in the possibilities that we can create and that are created for us. These possibilities are destined to be discovered by human imagination and through the service of others, creating a brighter future for all of us. The Soul of Enterprise is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel and simulcast at the same time on the Voice America Variety Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call in to the program at 1-866-472-5790. 
Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back. Before the break, we were talking about why it's important to start and maintain those conversations online with your customers. And we covered an awful lot of material, but next we're going to explore the world of content marketing and how to figure out what types of content there are out there. So there is a whole bunch of content that you could create. I was was doing some research for this uh, show and there were some articles out there that had 135 content ideas for social media and all that sort of stuff. And I, it, it was just a little bit overwhelming. So I can imagine if I'm overwhelmed, you will be overwhelmed. But I, I think that there's a really good way to break down the types of content that uh, you should be using out there. And there's six categories that you should break it down into. Uh, entertainment, inspiration, education, conversation, connection, and promotion. So let's take a look at each of these individually. So entertainment, uh, you probably figured this out on your own, but it's about those contests and giveaways that you see online. It's those posts for the fun holidays. You do know that each day has its own holiday, so you can always find something that's uh, fun out there to promote on your website or talk about on on social media. It's the jokes, it's the pictures, um, it's all those things that will entertain your audience and, and get them engaged with you that way. The second category is inspiration, and here we're talking about those ins- inspirational and motivational quotes. Um, trivia that may pertain to your industry or your products and services, any personal stories that uh, of, of customers or clients that have used your product or have um, used your service and have been transformed by it or, or anything that your employees might want to tell about working for your company, that sort of stuff. So you're, what you're doing is you're trying to inspire your audience to take action. Then after that, we have the education, and you all know what this is. This is the uh, tips and tricks, the how-to videos, the industry research that's saying what's going to happen over the next couple of years or what's going on now in that specific industry. It's the resource guides that are out there. I have a client that uh, sells uh, earthquake and survival products and she is great at providing these resource guides she has a page on her website and she's always sharing information about um, where to go if you need information from the government state or uh, local county um, for earthquake and survival um, things that you need to keep on hand if there's an earthquake or a fire um, what uh, phone numbers you need, uh, how much uh, food and water and supplies that you need. So she keeps that up to date and it's a really good resource. And all of us love those guides and it's a way of giving your customers something that they can use and that's useful to them without asking them for anything in return. The next type of content is conversation. 
And that's those questions that you see online, the polls, the fill in the blanks, uh, the caption this, and and actually the caption this is one of my favorites where you post a, a picture that's unique or odd and you ask them to put a caption to that picture and you can actually turn that into some uh, a form of entertainment and have a contest that goes along with it where you say, okay, whoever... Uh, give us your caption and then we'll vote on the top five and whoever wins gets some some prize that's either related to your your uh, company or industry or, or or just like a Starbucks card or something like that. But that's a really good way to get some conversation going on your sites and get them to know, like, and trust you a little bit more because it shows the personal side of you. And that's really what they want to see in, in a lot of cases. Um, the next type is connection. So this is where you're actually um, being a little more transparent. Um, you might want to post some behind the scenes pictures of you working or videos of what you're doing. Um, these are the how-to videos that if you want to post those. If you go to events and, and you run into customers, you can post those uh, and say, hey, here here's some things that we're doing to promote our business a little bit. Um, and uh, you can also post your stories here. So this is where you also start talking about your stories and how you can relate to your audience. And last but not least is promotion. And of course, this is where you're promoting your products and services. This could be just direct promotion to give them a call to action to um, buy your products and services. It could be to have them uh, go to see a webinar or sign up for your email list. Um, it could be product or service testimonials that are promoting your uh, business. It's anything that has to do with promoting your actual products and services. So uh, now that we've gone through those six types of content, now let's look at some of the mediums for lack of a better term for your content. So there's there's a couple of different ways that you can post content into those, those six categories. One is through video, whether it's your own or others. And with video, what you wanna make sure is that it's short, sweet, and to the point. Because people's attention spans are so short that if you do, in this case, if you do something that's over one or two minutes, you're gonna lose your audience. Um, you might want to consider live streaming so that they're, they're interacting with you as well. Um, you can do product demos here. You can do testimonials, your webinars, that sort of stuff um, with your videos. The second medium that you can use is information. And this is really the, the written content that you have, whether it's uh, blog posts that you've uh, produced, which is original content that you put on your website. You can share that on social media if you want. It's the industry articles that are out there that you can share with your audience and make sure that um, you give your your twist on whatever that article is. It's having Q&As with your customers. So maybe you might want to have a day where it's ask me anything and they can ask all these questions about your products and services or about you and you just answer them for uh, online with them. And then uh, the next category is visual content. We all love to look at pictures. So 
um, this is a great way to get your content out there in a in a picture. A picture is usually worth a thousand words. So sometimes you don't actually have to put any content with it, but you may want to think about um, filling it out with some content. Some of the visual content other than just pictures that you can use are infographics, which are those um, roadmaps and statistic uh Graphics that are out there that uh, give you 10 ways to post on social media or whatever. Um, but the interesting thing is that those are three times more sh- likely to be shared than other types of images. So you may want to really take a look at some infographics for your business and, and posting those and, and getting your cu- uh, customers and potential customers talking about them. The other thing that you can do is you can post graphs. So if there's a lot of statistics that you go through in some of your blog posts or some of the information that you post, you may want to take those statistics and turn them into graphs because a lot of people are more visually able to understand it than numbers ready to understand it. The other thing that you can do is um, screenshots. And this is a good way to do some how-to type stuff. Uh, I remember there was a question that I was asked oh, a couple of years ago as to how to find out if your um, site, if your information is uh, looks like it's plagiarized. And I don't mean that in the bad sense, but we were having trouble with an email message that was coming back that was saying the content was found somewhere else. So I had to, sh- so with screenshots, I showed where to go and what to do to see um, what the, what Google said, how much of your content was from some other site. So it was really interesting to use that as a screenshot. Um, the last medium for your content that I'm going to talk about is podcasts. So this is really a great way for you to get some information out there. Um, it's similar to videos in that you can actually take your podcast and your audio and uh, put a static picture to it and then post it to Facebook if you want um, because Facebook won't just take audio. And you can put, put it on iTunes and Stitcher and Google Play and there's a lot of different ways that you can get your podcast information out there other than just on your website. So those are some really good ways to look at content and how to get that out there um, and look at those categories that we talked about. So the entertainment, the inspiration, the education, the conversation, the uh, connection and the promotion. And then um, what we're going to do is we're going to look at, uh, and I'm going to talk about it just briefly right now, is um, we need to look at how we're going to divide our uh, time between what content we're putting out there. So how do we talk about our content and uh, the curated content, which is the content from other people and our promotional content. So how do we divide that? Um, There's a company called Rallyverse that a couple of years ago came up with this golden rule ratio of social media content. And the way that they described it was that you should have, it's called the 30-60-10 rule. And what that means is that 30% of your content should be your own content, 60% should be curated, and 10% should be sales. 
And so with your own con that 30% of your own content, that means your own blog posts, your own videos, your own images, anything that you create yourself. And then the 60% that's curated should be links to content from others that's related to your industry. Um, it provides useful information to your customers and you're not actually asking anything in return. But what you want to do is you want to make sure that you don't forget to give your point of view and, um, and your take on the information. And then the last section is 10% promotion, which is where you give your call to action, whether it's a demo or a discount or a free trial or sign up for an email list. That's what you want to look at for that last 10%. And um, what we're going to do is we are getting ready for our next break. And what, what we're going to do after the break is we are going to talk about um, the golden ratio a little bit more. And then we're going to talk about content marketing and how to find your content and how to create it yourself. So stay tuned. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Like what you are hearing on marketing that won't break the bank? Join our mailing list to receive show updates, exclusive bonus materials, and more information on marketing for small businesses. To sign up, visit 411marketingsolutions.com forward slash radio. If you are a small business owner or a creative freelancer in pretty much any field, you can't miss Let's Get Radical. Your hosts, Jody Paydar and Liz Gold, will help you redevelop your plans, policies, and practices to take a radical turn in order to achieve new success. They spotlight the latest in technology, attitudes, what others are doing, and what can help you. Tune in every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. And let's get radical. Each week, Larry Sternberg joins Dr. Kim Turnage to explore management issues from culture to discipline in Managing to Make a Difference. Join Talent Plus for 60 minutes of dynamic conversation, including real-life management examples helping you manage teams across the globe. This series airs on Voice America, the business channel, Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. Managing to Make a Difference every Thursday afternoon with Larry Sternberg and Dr. Kim Turnage. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call in to the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back. And before the break, we were going through the various categories of content and the different forms of content that you can use that will be helpful in developing your conversation. And we briefly touched on the golden ratio of content marketing. And so we're going to continue our conversation with that and then look at how to find your own content. 
So before the break, we were talking about the 30-60-10 ratio that Rallyverse had put out a couple of years ago, where um, 30% of your content should be your own, uh, 60% of what you put up should be curated content, and 10% should be sales. And and that's a, a fairly good ratio. It may differ depending on your industry and depending on your level of um, participation. Um, in the past, I've used the 80-20 rule where 80% of your content should be informational and 20% should be um, promotional. But it really depends on on uh, your market and, and the way that your customers are, are interacting with you. So given that, um, you're probably saying, well, heck, how do I come up with all that content? And this is going to be a full-time job. Well, I'm going to give you some uh, some tools that you can use to find your content or develop your content and some interesting ways that you can actually manage the posting of that content and make sure that it doesn't take up all of your time. So the first thing that we're going to look at is some uh, tools to generate original content. Uh, one of the questions that I, or one of the the answers that I get a lot of times when we start talking about uh, social media with my clients is, well, I don't know what to say. And I really want to make sure that you understand that you do know what to say. You have a lot of information within you and you're answering those questions on a daily basis or talking about those topics on a daily basis that your customers and potential clients want to hear about. So you are the expert. You have a lot to say. But sometimes we just need a little bit of help getting started. So I have three tools that are going to generate that original content for you. The first one that we're going to look at is called Portent's uh, Content Idea Generator. And you can find them at www.portent.com slash tools slash tile dash maker. And I know that's a really long title, but um, I do have some worksheets that I've put together for this. So if you go to 411marketingsolutions.com slash radio and give me your email address, I will send out all this information to you um, as soon as you sign up. So um, again, Portent's content idea generator is www.portent.com slash tools slash title title dash maker. And once you get there, what you're going to do is you're going to type in your title. You're going to click on the arrow to generate and continue to regenerate titles. Um, and it's actually kind of funny. It gives you some in very interesting titles. Some of the examples, I have a couple of examples here. I typed in um, social media as my keywords and the uh the generator came up with titles such as five facts about social media that will impress your friends, um, why you'll never succeed at social media, uh, why your social media never works out the way you plan. And those are actually pretty good titles and I could, and I will probably use them at some point. Um, some of the funnier titles are Homer Simpson's guide to social media. I mean, you can, you can take it as far as you want, but it will give you some very interesting titles to work with. So that's the first tool um, that I wanted to share with you. And then the second tool that I wanted to share with you is called Quandary 
content idea generator. And this one's a little easier to get to. It's www.contentideagenerator.com. This one you do have to sign up for, and it is a little more complicated than Portent's Idea Generator. You have to answer about 18 questions about your business. It's going to ask you who your uh, target audience is and what your keywords are and that sort of stuff. But it does generate hundreds of uh, potential headlines for you. And when I did this, it actually generated about... Uh, 360 different titles so and and some of these I might not even be able to use but if you think about it even if I could use half of them um, I'd have over two years worth of blog titles so some of the titles that we came that they came up with were seven small business mistakes that you make uh, that make you look dumb a simple plan for internet marketing services Five killer resources for entrepreneurs. Do you need to develop an hour-a-day marketing strategy to avoid questions? That sort of stuff. So this was really an interesting way to uh, put together some titles for your services and uh, or for your blog posts and your, and your social media po- posts, in fact. Um, so that's the second one that I wanted to uh, give you a look at. And the third one doesn't actually generate uh, headline titles but what it does is it will actually give you topics to look at and that's buzzsumo b-u-z-z-s-u-m-o dot com and here what you want to do is you want to enter the topic that you want to talk about and it will actually give you a list of articles and topics that are already out there and it will rank it in the order that it it looks like it's working really well with. So um, you can get a lot of topics and articles out there. You may even find some information that you can use to curate and uh, post other content and then put your uh, spin on that article. So those are are three great tools to use to generate some original content. And next we're going to look at some tools for shareable content. So we've looked at the that 30% of original content and now we're going to look at um, that 60% of uh, 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 curated content. And that's where you're going to find other people's content and share it with your audience, give your point of view on it or comment on it. And um, it's not any, it's just information that you're sharing with them. So there's three tools that we want to talk about here. The first one is Feedly which is feedly.com and it's free. And I just love it when things are free um, these days. So, and in this, it's it's an app that will work on your phone and it's also, I think you can also use it on your desktop. Um, so, but what you can do is you can select your topics and uh, it will provide you with articles on a daily basis as to what's going on based on those topics and you can share directly from Feedly into your social media channels. So you can post it to Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Google+, whatever you want um, directly from Feedly. So that's a really good way to curate some content and it may also help you with some of the research that you're doing for your original content articles. The second one 
that um, I would highly recommend is Post Planner, uh, and that's postplanner.com. Um, it isn't free, but it's $9 a month, and uh, I think it's just $9 a month, uh, and it's something that is well worth the, the price. So what you're doing here is it allows you to see the various types of content that has already done very well on Facebook and some of the other social sites, and all you, and it connects with you through your Facebook um, profile, and you can either post it directly from there, or you can use it and uh, post to Twitter and Pinterest and uh, some of your other social accounts. Um, the other way that I use this, especially with quotes, is to look for those quotes that are doing really well and then, yeah, and I probably shouldn't be saying this, but copy the quote and find my own picture and use my own picture and brand that new picture um, with my logo and that sort of stuff. So Post Planner really works well that way. The, uh, the last shareable content tool that I want to share is Flipboard which is flipboard.com and that is also free and it's kind of along the same lines as Feedly um, but it's in magazine form so you can share uh, you can have different magazines on on the site and you can share your magazines you can post um, the the articles from there directly to your social sites and all that as well so those are the three types of tool the three tools for shareable content and then at this point, you're probably saying, well, how the heck am I supposed to keep track of all this? Well, I have two tools that I would recommend for managing that content. One is Buffer, which is buffer.com. And uh, they have a free level where you can post, you, you can uh, schedule 10 posts per platform. So say you have uh, four platforms, you have Facebook, you have LinkedIn, Twitter, and Google Plus, you can post um, to all, you can uh, schedule your posts for each one of them, 10 posts for each one, so that's 40 posts. Um, and uh, you can, and that should take you through at least a couple of days, so you just have to go in there and, and update it every couple of days and you have your content um, going out to your social sites already. The other is Hootsuite. Hootsuite is a little more expensive uh, but they do have a free option, and that free option allows you to have three social profiles and, and post to those three social profiles. And it works along the same lines as, as Buffer, and it gives you analytics and, and that sort of stuff. So it's also a really good tool for you to use um, to manage your content. So you have all your content already lined out. Uh, you spend a little bit of time, a couple of days a week, planning it and, and getting it ready to post, and then you're done um, with your curated content. So um, that's a great way to get through all of your content. Um, you will want to make sure that you're scheduling it and and uh, and uh, following it so that if anybody has any comments that they make, that you're going online and talking about those comments and, and responding to questions and, and all that sort of stuff. So these are some great tools that you can use. And we are going to um, have a lot to say after the break when we which is coming up in a minute, as far as how to take all that content 
and actually uh, put together a simple plan for you to put together um, some original content for you to get started and maybe hopefully get through about a half a year or so of content in a very, very quick time. So we will start, uh, we will take our break. And when we come back, we'll wrap up this discussion on starting the conversation. And then we'll start talking about what's coming up on marketing that won't break the bank. So stay tuned. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Let's face it. Marketing your business is a lot more complicated than it used to be. If you are like many small business owners, you don't have the time to learn how to effectively market your business. At 411 Marketing Solutions, we recognize that when it comes to marketing, one size does not fit all. We take the time to understand your business goals and objectives, then help you put an action plan in place to engage them. 411 Marketing Solutions will help you develop a cost-effective plan that helps you build relationships with customers where, when, and how they want to communicate. Please visit us online at 411MarketingSolutions.com to find out how we can help you achieve success in your marketing efforts. That's 411MarketingSolutions.com. Get a unique and playful insider's take on the biggest stories in tech, media, and entertainment. Join Lori H. Schwartz, well-known technology catalyst, comedian, and geek girl, as she and leading experts in the media and content business dive into the biggest stories in technology trends, consumer behaviors, and its impact on Hollywood. If you're looking to respond to the tech-fueled changes in the marketplace, then tune in to the Tech Cat Show Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business and syndicated to Voice America Women's Channel. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. We've covered an awful lot of ground today talking about content and starting that conversation online. So right now I'm going to give you a simple content plan to get you started. uh, And then I'll give you some uh, social media tips to make sure that your content is on track. And then I'll give you a brief recap and highlight some of the key concepts that we've looked at. So this is my content made easy plan. Uh, And we've talked about video and writing blog posts and all that sort of stuff. So the first step in my content made easy plan is to make a video and upload it to YouTube. And again, this can be a very short video. It doesn't have to be more than a minute or two. Um, And uploading it to YouTube shouldn't be too difficult. Um, And then what you want to do is you want to make sure that it's accessible. And then what you want to do is you want to post that video to your blog. And that's fairly easy to do. And um, 
then once you've posted it to your blog, you want to uh, transcribe the video and post it to your blog again. So the thing here is that um, Google can't read video. And that's a good thing because what you can do is with you that video, you can put a description behind it with your keywords and whatever you want. And then uh, it doesn't, when you transcribe that video into your blog post, it doesn't see it as duplicate content. So that's really important to do. So you've made your video, you've posted it to YouTube and your blog, you've transcribed it and posted it to your blog, and then you can uh, create a podcast out of that video so all you're doing is taking that um that audio from that video and turning it into a podcast and you can post it on uh itunes and stitcher and uh uh, google play and some other places and then what you want to do and this this is predicated on the fact that you've already set up about five social networking sites uh, and filled out all the profiles and you have it all ready to go you want to post it to those uh, social networking sites. And by that time, you've had a total of eight customer touches. So remember we talked about that seven to 13 touches before somebody actually hears your message? Well, by doing this, you've already had eight, which is fantastic. So that's really the simple plan. And then what I want you to do And this is your assignment for the next week. And it should be a fairly simple assignment because you have all the information that you need inside your head already. Is that um, I want you to write out 10 questions and answers your customers ask. So these are those questions that um, customers ask you on a daily basis. They're repeated over and over again. And you just answer them all the time. So why not put them in a video so that you can post it and, and and when the next customer comes along or potential customer comes along and asks that same question, you say, well, I have a video and you can go on here, here, and here to see it or to talk about it. So you make those, uh, you write out those 10 questions and answers. You make 10 videos and upload them to YouTube. You post those videos to your blog. You transcribe those videos and post those. So that's 10, uh, 10 videos, 10 blog posts. You've transcribed it, so that's another 10. And then you convert those to podcasts, so that's another 10. And then you post them all to your social media sites. So you have five social media sites set up, um, and you post each one of those. That's 150 posts. So the results are that you have 30 blog posts, which is one per week, you have 10 YouTube posts and you have 150 social media posts. And that's about a half year's worth of social media of your own that you've already put together. And that shouldn't take you very long to do. Um, and then the other things that you can do with that content that you've already put together is you can send an email to your customers and let them know about it. You can put a simple free how-to white paper Um, together and to offer on your website or as a as a a a method to build your email list on on a lead page or squeeze page or whatever you want to call it and we'll talk about that at a later date Um, you can also repost to your social networking sites Um, I'm sure that you have all figured out that 
if you're posting, um, it it doesn't stay in your newsfeed for very long. So there's a very good chance that a lot of your customers or your potential customers don't see it the first time. So you can always repost it, particularly on, on sites like um, Twitter and Facebook, because it's always going to have to get up there. And then the last thing that you can do in addition in addition to what you've already done, is turn it into an ebook. And that's a very, very simple way to put all of this information together and get it out to your customers or potential customers and say, hey, I'm a published author. I have an ebook. Um, and that also goes to promoting your expertise and, and increasing their level of know, like, and trust for you. And so um, customers do need to know who you are and they need to know that they know like they need to get to the point where they know like and trust you and you need to keep the conversation going because you need to keep uh, yourself top of mind so that when it comes time to make a repurchase or to make that purchase or to recommend uh, your products or services to something else, someone else, they think of you instead of your com- competition. And again, it takes seven to 13 touches before they take action to buy your product or service. So you need to constantly be in that conversation and making sure that they're hearing you and and hearing about your products and services. And there's a lot of different types of content that you can use to engage your audience. And we broke it down into um, six categories. What we talked about was we talked about entertainment, uh, inspiration, education, conversation, connection, and promotion. And then we talked about the 30-60-10 rule. So you want 30% of your content to be your own content, 60% to be curated, and 10% to be um, promotional. And again, that's uh, your, your, uh, your, the way that you see it may vary a little bit, um, whether it's uh, 40, 40, 30, or, or 20, I guess that's 110%. Um, so, or, or whatever way you want to break it up, you need to make sure that you're concentrating more on the your content and the um, curated content than the promotion. So just keep that in mind as well. And then I want to give you the top four social media tips to keep in mind when you're putting all of this together. The first one is not to be too pushy. We have all seen that uh, company or that person that all they want you to do is buy their product and all they're doing is uh, putting out social media posts that say, bye, 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 mine, 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 and all that sort of stuff. And you don't want to be that person. We talked about that last week with networking too, um, that you don't, you want to be the person that people, that's the go-to person for everybody. So don't be too pushy when you're selling. Try to come up with a way that you're, you're selling without actually being a salesperson. Um, So that's tip number one. Tip number two is to be funny. Actually, it's to be yourself. People want to know who you are because that's the way that they get to know, like, and trust you. So you need to make sure that your personality or your company's personality shows through in everything that you do. The third tip is to give value. 
you don't always need something in return and people appreciate it when you give them information without the expectation of them doing anything for you. So make sure that you're giving value on your on your social sites and on your website and also when you're joining in on those uh, those groups on the various websites. And the fourth tip is to interact. Sometimes we don't see any interaction with our posts, but be vigilant and make sure that if anybody um, asks a question or comments on a post, you're there to talk to them about it. So uh, we've made it. I know that it's a lot to take in at once, but it's really important so that you can have uh, success in all of your marketing efforts. I have put some uh, worksheets together, and you can get them at 411marketingsolutions.com slash radio. And please feel free to drop a line to me at Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. And next week, we're going to be talking about the power of community, tapping into your hometown resources. My friend Lisa is is my guest, and she's the president-elect of our current uh, Chamber of Commerce. We're going to talk about myths of community involvement and lifestyle networking. And again, if you have any comments or suggestions for topics you'd like to hear from us in the future, please give me an email. Thank you for joining me today at Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. And I hope it's been informative and you've taken away some new ideas to help market your business. Have a great week and I'll see you on the flip side. Thank you for tuning in this week to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Be sure to join Janet Kunst for another edition of the program next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now you can use what you've learned in today's show and step up your marketing efforts. 